Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? Good, buddy. Hello, friends. All right. Well, today we're talking about the subject of work, specifically moms. According to the Bible, should a mom work? Yeah, and be very careful with what we're answering. We're not talking about should a male work or a female work. We're talking about mamas. Mothers with kids. Specifically, yeah. And let's talk about work just real briefly because work is not a curse. It's a blessing given to man, mankind, before uh, the curse, before the fall, right? And so... Uh, God gave us uh, work as uh, a chance for us to have purpose and dignity and, um, and, and to exist in a way that was going to lead to human flourishing. Now, let's answer the question, understanding that that's the purpose that God created male and female to live and exist in relationship with him. If what we do is to lead to human flourishing, we got to make sure that as a mother and father, everything we do is for those that we are here to serve. It is not to, to make our lives more comfortable. We did a real truth real quick on how many kids should a Christian family have or should people who love God have? 27. <laughs> we didn't answer with a number, <laughs> but we did talk about that. And there's some relationship there. And when you have children, one of the things that the Bible says is there's nothing that is esteemed more in the eyes of God than the privilege of giving birth to and shape to eternal humanity made in the image of God. 1 Timothy 2.15, it says this, but women, when it's talking about uh, glory ascribed to them, it says will be given purpose and significance, among other things, through this, through the bearing of children, if they continue in faith and love and sanctity with self-restraint. So let me just say this. I know mamas ought to do what they do because they love their kids, not because they love a job, not because they love... Um, more flexibility to vacation where they want. Not because they love the kind of car they can drive or the school they might be able to send their kid to later if they work. They should do what they do because they have faith before God. It's the loving thing to do to the child that they are as a sanctified believer giving birth to and now shape to for the glory of God. And they are to be defined by self-restraint, not self-serving. They don't want to be a person that does what they do so that they can have something that feeds their flesh. All right? And so if the reason you're doing it is because you want to, then I would say let's not be motivated by that. One of the things that marks a mother is the way she sacrifices for her children, okay? Even maybe her career for a season. Now, there are some moms, single moms, moms who are married to men that for whatever reason are disabled that don't have that option, okay? But a lot of times what women are doing is they're going, hey, I get greater fulfillment when I'm out there doing these other things or I want to make more money. I would say, first of all, Okay, from just a pragmatic sense, man, do the math. After you pay taxes, after you pay for childcare, are you really that much better off, okay? But I'm also gonna tell you that if a person doesn't provide for their whole household, they're worse than a non-believer. That's true of a man or a woman. There are guys that abandon their family and are workaholics, not just because uh, they wanna make more money for their kids, but because they get more strokes and more acclaim and praise because they're out there working. And so rather than be present as a father, they're trying to get their value and dignity somewhere else. Man, there is no greater way to have value and dignity on this earth than to be a very present father. And especially, I would say, in the early years, when your kids aren't in school and they're at home, to be a present mom if you're able to do it. Okay? Um, so let me just read, though, from Proverbs 31, because work is not sin, and if a woman is working, we can't say that just because she has a job, she's messing up. So let's take a look at Proverbs 31 here, okay? Because it talks about an excellent wife who happens to also be a mama. Now watch this. 
and make sure you stick around to how it ends. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll nitpick a few verses. Go back and read the whole thing from verse 10 on. But verse 10 starts with who we're talking about here. It says, an excellent wife, who can find her? For her worth is far above jewels. Okay? Being a good wife, and we're going to find out a good mom, is worth more than any precious possession the world can offer you. Verse 16. This woman, part of what she does is considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Uh, drop down to verse uh, 24. It says she makes linen garments and sells them and, supply, and supplies belts to the tradesmen. But watch this. Ultimately, she's not defined by selling fields or the belts she makes. It says strength and dignity are what clothe her. In the New Testament, it says makes her faith and love and sanctity and self-restraint are your clothing. Open, she opens her mouth in wisdom. The teaching of kindness is on her tongue. How can you teach kindness if you're not present with your kids? All right? She looks well to the ways of her household. And kids need a present mom if they can be there. She does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her. Because why? Not because mama got them a nice car when they were 16. Okay? But because mom was there to model for them godliness and to care for them. Now, very quickly... I think that the widows of our day that are talked about in the scripture, that we ought to care for widows, some of the widows are single moms who um, have been left by guys that uh, didn't have a biblical view of marriage, okay, who would love nothing more than to be present with their kids. I think sometimes the church ought to figure out ways that we can make it more possible for them to be present with their kids, especially in those years before they go off to school and things like that. That might be something that churches ought to think about. Okay, I know situations where people said, hey, we're going to care for you so you don't have to drop your kids off okay, somewhere else. You don't have grandparents in town, um, and we're going to let you be as present as we can and figure out ways that maybe working in the home, you can still care for your kids and care for your family. The church ought to really think about that. It can't just tell moms that will be present with their kids and not make any provision for that. So communities of faith ought to really think through what they say they value. That being said, Rick, uh, make sure, Mom, that what you're doing, you're doing because uh, of kindness and faith and not because of the promise of greater economic gain. Don't sell your birthright for a mess of pottage like Esau did, all right? You have ultimate purpose and meaning in being a very present mama there with your kids. Is it a sin to work? Work itself is not sin. It's a blessing. Is it a sin to betray your highest calling, which is to care for those that are made in the image of God that you are stewards of and responsible for, you bet it is, whether you're male or female. So don't mess with that for more comfort, promise, or worldly acclaim. Yeah, good. You know, one thing I appreciate about you is my, my wife works, mm -hmm. and I have never felt guilt or shame or you lean into me, like like even in your approach with that, yeah. I've never felt. Well, and Abby, and you know, your wife works, but your wife, you've got two small boys, one with special needs, and she is a very present mother. She. Uh, she has a flexible work schedule, so she can be there with the kids, right? And and she's just not looking to say, hey, I, I, I'm a medical doctor, so I can make more money than my husband, so I'm going to go, and who cares what happens to my kids? That's never been Abby's perspective. It's always been what's best for my family, what's best for my kids, and then through, uh, through faith and prayer, community and counsel, she's made decisions that, hey, there's a career and a way I can still shape my life that I don't forego my highest calling, all right, which is to care for these kids, and be an excellent wife, worthy of praise. Cool, but you don't have to put my income business out there like that, man. Come on, man. Your income. Yeah, uh, you threw our income business out there. I don't there. know. Man, she makes more than you. Yeah, you don't know. Big she box. Does. She, she does. Real Truth real quick. So we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.